Welcome in to a snowy edition of the Attaway Podcast brought to you by LSPN. We are in our headquarters in South Hall at PLU. And with me, I have my friend Nick, and we have a special guest named Jordan, Jordan Thomas, freshman from the PLU basketball team. Would you like to say hi, introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Jordan, uh, major in sociology here at PLU, and the season's been good so far. I love it. Nick, why don't you say hi to everybody? I'm Nick Sunball. It's good to be back, Jordan. Yes. Uh, you're finally back from uh, England. I'm finally back. We're no longer international. We are here at PLU. Jordan, you are from Chehalis, yep. correct? Mm-hmm. You went to WF West High School. Yep. You have four double-doubles on the year, from what I could uh, tell doing my research. Because we do our research. <laughs> We're busy men here. Okay. And uh, I think so far, the one of your better games, even though it was a loss, was last Friday against Pacific. Mm-hmm. You put up 27 points, 17 boards. You looked great. Um, well, let, let's start with this. How do you think this season has gone for you so far? For me individually? For you individually, yeah. And then we can talk about the team. Um, I've definitely made improvements since the beginning. Uh, starting off the season, I was a little hesitant on starting. Like, I was just nervous, mm-hmm. a little bit nervous. First year at PLU. Definitely. And yeah, so, um, but working with the coaches over time, I've definitely mm-hmm. developed my game, and uh, so and my numbers are showing. But definitely, um, it'd be nice to get some more wins, though. You know, I feel that. Of course. How, how do you feel about yeah. it from the team aspect? Do you think you guys have seen growth over the course of the season? Tremendous growth, but and like, so we've lost like four. I think about four players mm-hmm. since the beginning. Um, some quit, some had to go uh, deal with some personal stuff. Definitely. But um, so during those times, it was kind of hard to. One of them was a star, so it was hard to right. find our identity. Find that balance, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think we've stuck together like pretty well throughout all that, and um, definitely made improvements and. A couple players down to injury too, so mm-hmm. like, we've lost a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we've definitely grown as a program. Um, there's still room to even still room to grow. a of lot course. more room to grow. But um, <laughs> you know, for the first, you know, this is Chad's second year, right? Um, Coach Murray's second year, um, right? But so uh, this is definitely not a bad year for him to start rebuilding, right? Definitely room to grow upon, right? I had some more thoughts because like this is a very new team like everyone's pretty young except for like Layton and Connor mm-hmm. there's like oh and Zach like pretty much the only older people everyone else like the freshman and sophomore I feel like and it's also like you said it's only Chad's second year so I feel like even though it's definitely a rebuilding period it's still been going pretty well yep mm-hmm. um, you did mention this I was going to ask about this anyway that you have lost like there's just a, not a lot of people on the roster anymore from like the beginning of the season yeah and so. there have been like injuries like we noticed Jacob Bingham hasn't played in like forever yeah, he's out for the rest. Of, he's been out for the rest of the season for a while now. Um, we just lost Connor last week. Uh, he had a stress fracture, so we lost Connor, Jacob due to injury. Dang. Um, uh, Jack Adam, a couple guys that quit. We got like we got Jack Adams, um, uh, Tyler Cohen. He was a starter. Um, he started like the first few games, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he's 
he yeah i think it was like the first like six something like that um nikita he had to go back to um russia for like you know personal reasons oh wow and then um i know there's another one we had a lot of guys at the beginning and i swear it just kept going down now there was one week where we had someone um I think it was like I think it was a week Jack quit. Um, we had like two people out with concussions. One uh, Jacob with an uh, ankle. Connor and I, like we were so banged up. Yeah. And I think we ended up. I think we ended up. Oh, that was a Whitworth. That was a weekend we played Whitworth and Whitman. And so that was a big. That was a big test for us, and we started off the weekend losing to Whitman by a lot, and then so. It was kind of crazy how we bounced back on Saturday and played Whitworth and we're only down four and a half. Or no, up four. We were up four and a half. Mm-hmm. So that was, um, that was, that showed how, like, that showed our character. And, and, and Connor and Jacob in particular, that's big losses. Oh, yeah. They're like, starters. Because Jacob, we call him Agent Zero on the podcast, <laughs> personally. Um, he's a sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. That man, when he's open, he doesn't miss. He's great. It's rare. It's like a free throw for him. It's like a free throw. And Connor is someone that we really like, too, because he gets his shot whenever he wants. Like, he seems like he's one of the better playmakers on the team. So those are huge losses. Um, You talked a little bit about Whitworth. And before we go on any further, big game coming up. This was it. Is it Friday and Saturday? Mm -hmm. Whitworth and Whitman come to town. Um... How have you guys been preparing, if you can just peel back the curtain a little bit for us, how have you been preparing for, for Whitworth in particular? For Whitworth? Um, well, yesterday we didn't practice because of the... So this last weekend was mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of weird circumstance because of the snow. So mm-hmm. we had to cancel the Saturday game, mm-hmm. practice Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we had to take yesterday off, which is usually the day we would prepare for a team. Okay. So today we uh, we didn't do too much preparing for, like, uh, matchups or anything we mm-hmm. we just worked on our own fundamentals and uh like our own plays and mm-hmm. um personnel um i expect us to, for whitworth i expect us to um prepare for their uh their their offense and mm-hmm. a couple of their players mm-hmm. and i think we'll change some things up since for uh, since the last game um but the there's not too much planning going into whitworth they kind of play a you know, they play a normal style game. Uh-huh. W- women's a different story. Women's a different yeah, story. Yeah, women's a different. That's the one we're gonna really have to prepare for. How is Whitman different? Because if I remember right, R- Whitman they press the whole game. The whole right? game. Yeah. And it is just you have to be fully engaged the whole time. Yeah. yeah it's a it's a it's a mental test. It's a mental test. Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll get at you and they'll let you know about it too. So you have to keep your poise. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm just saying, we've been calling it since the first podcast. <laughs> these these are two, like, this is the class of the NWC, Whitworth and Whitman. Mm-hmm. And this is such a great time where we can throw our name in the hat, too. I think and show that we deserve to belong in this class of teams, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to that. We're really excited. And also, there's a former loot on the Whitworth basketball team. Yeah. Uh, Jared Christie, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys talk about him. <laughs> I call him the Kevin Durant of the NWC because this man left our team to 
to go to Whitworth. I don't like that. Kind you don't have to say move. anything on that. Yes, it's kind <laughs> of a snake move. I understand he wants to be closer to his family. But uh, just for fun, what are you doing, Jared? You were on our team first. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Nate. Go ask any question. Alright, um, I was gonna ask, how has the transition been from playing high school basketball to college ball? Because, like, obviously it seemed like a lot faster pace, and you're playing at a much higher level. So, can you say anything about that? Oh, uh, yeah, so, going from high school ball to college ball, like you said, is a lot different. The speed is way different, as you can see, and I honestly, I think the biggest one, the, not only the speed, but the length of the court, that's mm-hmm. very under, like, that's... Hmm. No one really realizes the difference in the. It it, it takes a toll because you're just going up and down, up and down, and uh, especially when I'm taking the ball out of bounds, it, it starts to wear on your body. And hmm. but um. That's an interesting point. That's something I've never thought of before. Yeah. Yeah. It's an extra. I think it's uh, 94 feet. So it's an extra. I think 10 total. I think yeah, it's extra 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it's, it adds up every time you go back and down. So, um, this summer, yeah, last summer, I I. I definitely try to make up for that. Did a lot of conditioning, and a lot of weight training for that, and it paid off. So, I think the transition's been very smooth, and I was prepared for it. Good. Chad, have you run in lines? Hmm. Chad, has you run in lines oh, out yeah. there? <laughs> Off season, during season, yeah. <laughs> what was it like playing high school ball in Chehalis? Did you see like good competition? Because I know. Personally, I'm from the east side, mm. not particularly known for basketball, but there are some really good teams on the west side of Washington. Did you guys get to go against some of those teams? Uh, Chavis is uh, D, or 2A, so oh, okay, okay. So the competition at times were a little low, but okay. there was definitely some good competition when we okay. played the 3A uh, Olympia teams. And, right. Uh, in state, in the state tournament, we, we played second, so oh, we played wow. the state championship. That the competition there was, was sky really high, sky yeah. high. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but I went to Centralia until my senior year. Oh, senior okay. year, I went to Shayless. Okay. 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 Um, so it was completely two different programs, uh-huh. even though they're rivals and right next to each other. Right. Um, two different programs, and that was a right there. That that was a big transition for me. Like, I had to adapt to their program and their culture. And um, so I think that right there helped me um, come to PLU, like mm-hmm. just adapting in a different um, play style and right set you up for success. Yep. Here. Yeah, did. Dang. Gotcha. All right. You always wear a knee sleeve. Is that just for looks, or do you have a knee injury? Oh, it just <laughs> <works>. <laughs> that's what I suspected. <laughs> I did actually on uh, I wear it on my right leg, but I I, I did break my right. Tibia, my oh, leg, dang. yeah, but that was uh, two, three years ago, I think, mm-hmm. so, but no, I, I just wear it for the looks. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you consider playing any other sports at PLU? Because I know you used to play football. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've thought about playing football here a couple times, but that's kind of, you know, we're in the se- middle of season right now, so that's not, that's not my focus, but yeah, definitely thought about it. I mm-hmm. think it would be kind of cool, but definitely hard on my schedule and mm-hmm. having to go from football to basketball like and I think the break would be like a week right. so it'd be really tough and I would have to pick one or the other and right now it's basketball mm-hmm. good that's good alright uh, do you play video games? oh yeah 
Xbox or PlayStation? Xbox. Yeah, that's oh, what I like to hear. Let's go. Oh, okay, <laughs> what, you PS? Absolutely. We beef Absolutely. about this all the time. Yes, me and Nick literally talk about this every single day. Which one is better? And it makes me mad. Nick put outside his door like Xbox ambassadors. I never saw it coming in. And it just makes me shake my head every time. Alright. Let's see what else I have here. Okay, at the beginning of the season, or like partway through, you cut your hair. Yep. Um, I have the theory (laughs) that if you have like hella big hair, it makes you a worse shooter. And cutting it makes you better because when you pull up, your hand isn't gonna hit your hair. Do you think this is real? No. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> what? I don't, even, I don't even remember touching. I don't remember feeling my hair when I shot it. So I don't interesting. Know. Okay. Nick well, also thinks that the when you cut your hair, you became a better free throw shooter. That's probably true. So. I don't know if there's any I mean, math behind the, it. The numbers don't lie. Yeah, I looked at the stats and uh, the numbers increased a lot. It was like 15% at least, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> because me and Joy were talking about this for a while, and he thought I was like the biggest idiot ever for this. <laughs> but I had to prove him wrong with the numbers, but uh, whatever. How much time, like, do you guys spend time every day in practice working on free throw shooting? Yeah. Because, like, I definitely have seen the improvement, like, specifically in your game mm-hmm. in the free throw shooting. Because I remember, like, Early on in the season, you would struggle from the line. Like, there's a couple games, like, one for four, mm-hmm. one for five. And I could see you get, like, visibly frustrated. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like, I'd, like, throw some, like, throw your game off a little bit at times. It would. But you've seen it, like, I've seen it improve a lot. So, do you think that extra practice has just been super helpful? I think, yeah, it definitely helps with the mechanics and, yeah, comfort, like, being more comfortable at the line. But I, I, it's a lot of it's just mental. Is it mental? Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost all of it's mental. Yeah. Because the form doesn't change. It's, right. It's, it's how you release it. It's how you hold it. Right. Um, yeah. Would you say it definitely throws off your game when you're not shooting well from the line, though? Yeah. It's definitely my mind. Yeah. Uh, there, I, I, there was that one game that I, I probably always remember that they, I was I kept going to the line. I think I got to the line like six times. Yeah. Um, and I was the f- and it all starts how you start. So I was I started off bad, and then in my mind I just didn't want to get fouled, and go to the <laughs> line, right? Because I just didn't feel comfortable that day, and, mm-hmm. right? And it just kept going downhill right. from there. So when I when I work on my free throws and all, that's all I think about is how I felt then, and how I just don't want to feel that, and just I want to be comfortable and calm, right? So I gotta take deep breaths and take my time, right? You're driven by not wanting to like mess up like that again. I yeah, think, or like, yeah. just focusing on my confidence. Yeah, definitely. That's all it is, really. And I think like the confidence, like in the game against Pacific, you went to line like sixteen times. Sixteen. And you hit eleven of them, mm-hmm. and that's pretty. That's really good. Mm-hmm. So, I especially that, like, that was that was that was a test because their style of play was full speed, yeah. uh, full court. Yeah, we've talked about this a couple times. Like this playing Pacific always just looks like it's a track meet. It's terrible. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Because they, they're subbing and they're fresh, and then you're in there and you're just going up and down, up and down. So every time I – and I get fouled pretty good because they don't want to play defense. They're just trying to go and go. Right. So I would have open layup, and they would just hack me. Now I'm tired, and I, you know, I'm just sore from getting hit. And yeah. then then I got to go to the line and make them. Yeah. I, st- I started off tough. that game really bad. Like, I, I, th- I started off just th- throwing a number. I think I started off, like – 
like maybe like two for six or two okay. for seven, and then right. they kept sending me to the line. And towards like the last half of like the and sixteen, the I I don't think I missed a single one. Yeah, love it, love it. Yeah. Do Do you guys like playing a team like Pacific? Because they they seem like really unique against other NWC teams. Like they score hundred points oh, yeah. plus regularly. Yeah. And you guys put up 100 the last time you played. It was like 118, I think. 118 to like 127. To 127. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys like playing that style of game? Because I know the way the the team is set up, like like six players, seven players are really in the rotation and get like a decent number of minutes. And whereas teams like Pacific, guys are always coming in. It seems like they're playing the entire bench. Oh, do yeah. you guys like playing that style of game? Not at all. Not at all. Not a, we absolutely hate it. <laughs> it, it sounds it like a lot of work. It doesn't feel. It, it will. It doesn't feel like a game. It feels like you're practicing, mm-hmm. honestly. Because, I mean, there'll be wide open bucket layups or, but it's okay because they're already going. They're already going. Like it doesn't even feel like a game at all. Uh-huh. Um, we're not running any plays because you can't you can't run any sets against them. They will they'll just take you out. They'll double. They'll it, it, there's no point in running yeah. a play. Yeah. When you can get easier buckets just by cutting. Do they press? I'm trying to yeah, remember. They, they, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, they press. Because like it seems like that too has been a struggle for this team at times. Like it's gotten a lot better mm-hmm. from early on. I think that's a big sense of progression mm-hmm. but how how do you guys try to break the press uh we do a lot of face cuts so face cuts, yeah, yeah. so we'll get in cut instantly so that if the guy wants to double he can double but while the person that face cut will be open right if he doesn't double then our guy will just take it up okay. and then just read the defense and okay. in practice we worked on uh just pressure passing he calls it but basically we got double you're getting double teamed and you got to get way through it we do that in practice a lot and um, that definitely helped in yeah. the game. Yeah. And good practice for Whitman coming up. Yeah. Because yeah. Whitman, yeah, they press a lot too. Yeah. I think Pacific is more extreme though. Whitman's was way, like, it was way easier to break Whitman's press than Pacific's. Just do, you think, do you think it's because they play more disciplined style of basketball, Whitman? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they, well, I think it's because Pacific just, the way they sub, uh-huh. and they the guy, so well, the coach, players. the coach, pretty much tells them, you know, you go all out for a minute and then you get a break. So they just go <laughs> all out for forty-five seconds in a minute. So it's That's crazy. It's definitely not like it's unorthodox. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was about to say yeah, because like I've never seen teams just like sub out like five people, like literally everyone on the court yeah. like regularly, and they do that like all the time. It yeah, keeps it like, fresh. Super weird. Yeah. It keeps them fresh though, and hmm. we uh, we were down twenty, I think 24, 21, something like that, hmm. and I think that was in the first half. And this this just shows how much we've grown as a team. And they kept pressing, you know, they don't they don't let up at all. And we cut that down to um, twelve. They they got like an and one at half, so we were down fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we they went up again to like twenty, mm-hmm. and then we brought like brought it all the way down yeah. to one. Right, battled back. Yeah, and you guys look sharp in the second half too. Against it, yeah, against specifically, mm-hmm. and it showed. Yeah. Yeah, and coach was definitely pleased with that. Yeah. That just shows how much we've grown. Because in the past we would have definitely down twenty or so, we would have, um, we would have folded mm-hmm. just like we did at home, and it ended up being a forty point game uh-huh. when really they're not that they're not that much better than. Right. They're not a 40-point better team than us. Right. 
Um, so that, that just shows how much we've grown as a team. And we all felt it. Even though we lost, we, I mean, there's only so much you can yeah. do. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. What was the change? Was there like an adjustment in the locker room? Do you guys get, did Chad give a good speech or like? Did he break any no, clipboards they, over his knee? Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, he let us know like we were down 15, but against, this isn't a regular team. This isn't a regular game. Right. That 15 points might as well be six because right. of how they play. Right. And like he said, like he, he's, he's 100% right for that. Right. And they get it, like they'll be up 20 and all of a sudden we cut it down to like five. Right. And we're like, what the heck? It's been like a couple minutes. Right. <laughs> and it's just because they're not hitting and they're just, you know, double teaming when they shouldn't. And then, right. So there's definitely room for error for them, like with their solid play. Yeah. So. Yeah. You have another question? Um, so the season's almost over. How do you feel about, like it's almost the off season now. How do you feel about like it's ending? Um, it's been a long season. Um, I haven't seen my family in like a while, other than games. Like I'll see them after the game, mm-hmm. but yeah, like for like winter break, we weren't. Everyone had you know a couple weeks, if not you know a month. Right. Uh, and we had four days, so for Christmas. <laughs> so like I've not seen my family as much as I want to, and mm-hmm. uh, that's my that's why I can't wait for after uh, the season is over this weekend. And I'll definitely be home a lot more. No, definitely. Yeah. Um, but we'll still have like workouts and open gyms and recruiting visits. So right. It off season isn't much of an off season. You're still working. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. But yeah, it'll be nice. The schedule's gonna get harder though for schooling or my my course. Uh, I'm taking a four, like four classes. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm taking yeah, five, nice. but one it's a PE class. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's a P one hundred. Uh, what is it? Yeah, it's just a. I think it's like a wellness and fitness or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, something. No, you'll be good. Nothing to yeah, worry yeah. about. <laughs> but the other four classes, like, it's going to be a heavy load. Yeah. Definitely going to be a heavy load. Mm-hmm. If we can back up and talk about Christmas break, like winter break, because I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm pretty, I just don't understand it. We've talked about before, like, these winter break games. Do you think that, like, the winter break games genuinely help? Or do you think just, like, a break from the team? Or not necessarily the team. Like, I understand still practicing. But do you think, like, a break where you can just go home for, like, a week plus, spend time with your family would be more beneficial than, like, going down to California to play teams that mm-hmm. you'll probably never see again? You know what I mean? I just... Uh, more benefit. I don't think you... As if we want to seriously be contenders in this league and want to win you know be where we want to be in a few years from now mm-hmm. uh looking at the coach in the coach's perspective i don't think it would be beneficial to take that week off mm-hmm. because a week off is like that's a lot g- yeah. guys or even a couple days <laughs> like guys are out of shape by in four days right you lose it fast you lose mm-hmm. it really quick yeah. and uh like uh, for example thanksgiving we were gone mm-hmm. for two days and we get back and Coaching didn't make it easy on us to practice, but <laughs> of course. we were just gassed, mm-hmm. tired. And uh, so, like, if we took more than four days, it, would, it wouldn't be beneficial for the team. It might be beneficial for us and mm-hmm. our mindsets and, mm-hmm. you know, like not being homesick. Right. But as a team, we – I don't know if we need to go to California, but <laughs> it's, it was so fun. It was so fun uh-huh. in California. But um, 
it, we definitely need to, to do something at least. And, Does it help with like team bonding? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just you and your guys. There's no one. It's not like you're with your family or anyone else. So right. they they become your family. Right. Do you guys go down to what was it like San Diego? Uh, L.A. L.A. So we okay. got we got a practice in the L.A. Clippers facility. Really. One of the That's players crazy. walked in, like the star player. Lou Williams, so that was Lou Williams. Came yeah, in? that's okay. crazy. Yeah, so we he was just shooting with his uh, kids. He posted on Instagram. So yeah, and we were in the background, so it was pretty cool. Did you guys get to talk to him? Oh, uh, we didn't. Anything? No, we were practicing. Okay, so okay, coach okay. wasn't trying to have us <laughs> have us go up and talk. To him. <laughs> that's fair. But it, I didn't even realize how big the, like the court is, like how different it is. The key is it doesn't look big on TV, but like the key is much it's bigger. Like, like I think like a foot wider on each yeah. side. <laughs> uh, the three point line is ridiculously longer than it seems. Like it's crazy how big of a difference it is. So it was just kind of a cool experience to see that mm-hmm. and uh, get to see an NBA player and up close like that. Um, the locker room, uh-huh. their their lockers and their shoes. Um, one of their shoe sizes was like twenty. It was, it like, that's like, unreal. No, it, w- it was crazy. Like, legitimately size 20. <laughs> that's crazy. I couldn't even... Oh, it was a 20. I think it was actually 22. Or 22 or 20. That's crazy. I can't that's remember. ridiculous. It was so long. <laughs> Do you have a team that you follow in the NBA? Um, Not really, not honestly. Really. Do you have, like, any players you try to model your game after? Ooh. In high school, I loved De'Aaron Fox. I would try to model Oh! Deer Fox is like that's that. a good player, yeah. He's, uh, he's quick, man. Speed kills. I loved watching him at Kentucky. He was my favorite player to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like Kentucky? Is, are they favorite college? Like, uh, I, I, I watch any. Okay. I don't really have a favorite. I just like watching certain players like Deer Fox or I like watching like Zion. That's fair. Because he's, yeah. he's a monster. Yeah, like, I just like watching certain players and see how they play. How do you feel about um, the real number one team in college basketball, the Gonzaga Bulldogs? Oh, my God. <laughs> how do I feel? Do you do you like Gonzaga? My grandma loves Gonzaga. I okay. Don't I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind Gonzaga. I just I just thought Duke is was a better team when they played. They lost, they lost to Gonzaga, but... That's fair. Earlier in the season, it was oh, a no. very good game. It was a good game, <laughs> a but I thought game. Duke played one of their worst games all season. That is true. And Gonzaga was kind of hot. They were, and they've cooled down a lot. They cooled down. But when March Madness comes along, we're ready. We'll see. I'm just saying, oh, we're ready. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Do you not follow an NBA team because uh, there's no longer one in Washington? Do you want the Supersonics to come back? It'd be cool to go to have them back and go to some of the games, but. I'm not. I don't really watch too much of the NBA, honestly. Okay. It's. I just don't find any like pleasure in watching it. That's fair. I watch it at college though a lot. Is it because there's no defense in the NBA? Yeah, and the game's longer and. Yeah. It's just it. And they're scoring 130, so. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's no. kind of hard to stay engaged. College, they're like scoring 70, and it's like a two-point game most right. of the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Gonzaga, Spokane, Washington, my hometown, my, my favorite place, one of the players on the basketball team, Boston Tacky, is from Spokane. He went to my high school. Oh, really? Yes. You know so, Boston? Yes. I love Boston. Um, he, so whenever I would watch him play at my high school, 
he had a spin move that yep. was unguardable. <laughs> Have you... Be honest with me. Do you think his spin move is unguardable? Because I've seen it firsthand. I'm convinced no one can block it. I've yet to see it be blocked. So, funny story about that. Okay. I've Like the first week we get to PLU... And everyone's just kind of getting to know each other, you know, like mm-hmm. being friendly. And we're, we were outside on those concrete courts over by uh, Fleeger. Yeah. yeah. And um, we're playing just like, you know, getting to know each other. And there's like, I think there's like four of us who so were playing two on two. And Boston's out there and I'm, I'm guarding him. And uh, he does this quick step back thing. And I'm like, okay, he's kind of going hard. So I'm like, all right, I'll play a little bit of defense. So I, I started playing defense, and all of a sudden he starts doing that spin move. And I'm like, I'm like just kind of laughing. Like I thought he was just kidding. Like he did this like weird like one step like spin. I didn't know what it was at the time. And he just kept doing it and doing it. And I was like, eventually I was like, okay, is this his signature? Move? I was like, what is this? And he was yes. making them. Um, is it on? Is it blockable? I, if you don't know him and you don't know how he plays, it's it's unblockable. But we played one on one and I had blocked his shot. Okay. But if I didn't know him and I don't think I would be able to block it. It's the timing. That's yeah, you weird. just don't expect it. Yeah. He might have a wide open like lane and you're like okay, and then he'll just spin. He'll stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll just spin back <laughs> and like he'll be wide open, but yeah. Dang. It, yeah, it makes me happy to see Boston, even like if he comes in at the end of the game. I just love seeing that because I really think he's going to be a big player in the future years at PLU. Yeah. So, okay, that was a good story. I'm glad. <laughs> it was I'm fun. just saying that spin move, man. And like everyone knows it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. We haven't seen it in practice in a little bit, but he pulled he pulled that out the other day. It was pretty funny. I love it. I love that if someone can validate it because this guy has talked about it all season. Oh no, long. it's real. Like. <laughs> It's real. We have, like, a big rivalry game. It's, like, in the big arena in town, and he did that against our rival team, and we all freaked out. Because when he pulls out the spin move, you know it's going in. Oh, yeah. Because he, you can tell he's definitely, like, perfected. <laughs> yes, he has. Cause, and he's confident with Yeah, that. oh, yeah. Like, if he's spinning, you, he's, he's shooting it. He's not passing. Yeah. Because he knows he's open. Right. Yeah, it's... it's He's perfected it. It's yes, nice. I love it. All right. Wow. Thank you for the, yes. Thank you for that. It was great. All right. Do you have more questions? Um, the last <laughs> thing I have was, does it get you rattled when you're at the line and like the crowd starts yelling or like making noise? Because whenever someone else is at the line, I'm always just gonna like yell something random, just like catch them off guard, and it usually doesn't work. But <laughs> no, yeah, no, it doesn't. Most athletes won't even pay attention. They'll just be focus on the rim or fixated on something else or their um, routine or you know everyone's got their routine yeah. so for a basketball player that like that right there that that gets you and that that kind of just blocks right. everything else out so um no now it might be different at like the D1 level where you got fans <laughs> yeah. behind the behind yeah. the backboard where you can see through and yeah. you're waiting yeah, I feel stuff. like that yeah. would be a game changer oh yeah <laughs> And the loud, like how loud they are. Yeah. But um, for this level, it's it's not too bad. Okay. So you can't hear idiots like this guy. <laughs> you, know, you can hear the noise. general noise, but you definitely don't. You don't listen for like you. You just don't hear any specific. Yeah. Thing. But yeah. Um. 
how do you think PLU fans rank against other fans of different like schools that you've been to? How would you could you rank them? Do you think we have like one of the better fan bases in the NWC? Actually, I do like our fan bases a lot. I think we we were at George Fox, and I realized you know we I didn't like I didn't like really how they I don't well they they got after it in the second half, but like yeah. the first half, their fans just weren't involved at all. Like, yeah. They didn't really have it didn't seem like they had much of a student session or yeah at least I like witnessed or saw in right the first half, but mm-hmm. whereas um, like if you go to like a Whitworth or a Whitman you know because yeah every I mean the place is packed yeah yeah especially Whitman oh really yeah especially Whitman uh, they got a loyal fan base I've only been in that gym one time I just remember it being like really suffocating I feel oh, yeah. like the fans are like almost on top of the court almost. yeah because they got it's like I don't know if it's below ground level or if it's on yeah. the hill or something but yeah it feels yeah, like it yeah you walk into the like the building and then like the court's down below so like you're looking down on it uh-huh. and then you gotta like, walk down to the um court in the bleachers and all that so it's like it, it gets loud and people are standing all above mm-hmm. looking down so it's like a good atmosphere for them yeah um what else, what other place at Willamette, I remember. I was remember Willamette's student section. They were, they were kind of quiet. Right. Yeah, um, but yeah, I definitely like ours compared to most. most what, of that. what about Lewis and Clark on Lewis on this Clark. podcast? Oh mm-hmm. my God, Lewis and Clark. Were they good or bad? Terrible. Terrible? That's what I thought. Terrible. I'm just saying, we poke so much fun on this podcast at Lewis and Clark in everything. Because they're always garbage. I don't know anything. Their football team is trash. Their basketball team is trash. They have like three wins in conference. They have a nice like facility and like football stadium, but... But the product on the field and court is awful. I'm just saying, like you don't have to say that, but like I'm just saying, I look at the schedule every time I see Lewis and Clark. I'm just like... I'm just like, yes, I can't wait to watch this freaking whoop up on these boys. <laughs> but, because I think last time we, last time we played them, we won, like, handily. I think it was 14. I talking about this the other day. Because you guys played them, yeah, like, very recently. Just the last I thought, we were more like 20. It was 74-55. Yeah, so 19 points. That was one of the easier games um, yeah. in league play we've had, but you can't. You still respect them. Yeah, you still respect Absolutely. them. They um they almost beat Linfield. No, no, they beat Linfield. Really? That team beat Linfield, and Linfield's really good this year. That's crazy to me. That yeah, that doesn't wow. make any sense. No, yeah, we were so confused, but like, they I'm they came prepared and they came to play and Linfield didn't I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's when you that's when you know like anyone can beat you on any given night. Right. So, so you just gotta respect. No, them. yeah, you have to respect them. That was that was a shocker. Yeah, I was not expecting that. Yeah, I have one last question, and then okay. I'll let you get up out of here. Okay. Um, is there? And you don't have to answer if you want. Is there like one player on this team that is your absolute favorite to play with? Like it might just be like the style that they play with, or like you have like. They're trying to get in trouble with that question. I'm not trying to get. <laughs> no, that's not, no, I'm, I'm just like, is there something that's like uh, that you have good chemistry with? My favorite player is um, Kellen. Kellen. That's the okay. hardest working man at okay. PLU. This guy plays like forty minutes every game. Forty minutes. <laughs> he doesn't complain. He he's always apologetic. Like he is his bad every time. It seems he, like he has a great work ethic. Oh yeah, too. he's got a great work ethic. Um, he's a great teammate. Uh, a silent but sometimes loud leader. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he's he's awesome to play with. He's got a lot of heart, and he gives you a lot of confidence. Yeah. He'll give you a pass and you know let you know to hit it like right. you know make that and right. you're gonna you get, he gives you the confidence to right. to shoot and make it. And he's always looking to pass. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I like. Like sometimes I'd get frustrated with him like early in the season like take the shot like you're mm-hmm. open but he's always looking to pass and i think he's got more aggressive as the season's gone on Definitely. which has been really cool to see him grow in confidence but that's a good answer yeah i like that yeah he's he's awesome to play with yeah okay i did have one more question you don't have to answer if you don't want to but uh, d3 schools are always like oh if you're an athlete like you're a student first and an athlete second like do you think that is the case here like do you feel that that's accurate student athlete um definitely at this school i mean it's a private school and you got to pay a lot of money to go here so you can get your money's worth in the (laughs) academics uh but there's a lot of times like the schedule and it just feels like it's overweighing um academics that but that's also on the players too to handle it right um but it's not it's i want to say it's like one or the other. It's, it's pretty even. Yeah. But, yeah. And it seems like you guys put in work. Like, I see at the library, like, study table. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think that's required. Yeah. We haven't done it in a while just because, like, J term and winter break. Right. It's been a lot. It's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think we might start up in the springtime again. But we do that a lot in the fall. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think that will wrap this up. Thank you so much for having us on. This was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. This has been great. Yeah. Um, is there anything you would like to say to the fans before this big weekend, Whitworth and Whitman? You want to say just rally the troops? Rally the troops. Come out, support. Um, should be a good game. Yeah? Yep. It'll be a good weekend of basketball. Yep. Thank you again for being here. Love we it. really appreciate it. Your first guest. Yeah. The first of many. First of many. The first yeah. of many. Yes. So thank you for being here. Um, That will conclude this episode of the podcast. We are the Attaway Podcast brought to you by LSPN. For my friend Nick, I'm Jordan. We are signing off. Attaway. Attaway Lutes.